Shalom Vorcha, Baruch Hashem. We're here. We're alive and exist and kicking and doing the best we can. Baruch Hashem. Wanted to discuss this horrible, wanted to discuss this disgusting topic of, uh, of fear. How lethal and horrible fear can be to the person, to the person's life. And um, and specifically to to the spirit, a person that uh, fears took over him, took control of his life, is uh, losing very, very, very fast the joy of life, the satisfaction from life. He is barely able to function and to enjoy even the most beautiful sunsets and and amazing views and hours with his loved ones everything is just melting um, between his fingers he can't hold to any any good good experience fears are paralyzing him and, and breaking his spirit to pieces shredding us to pieces now very important thing to understand is that we have different kinds of enemies and some of your enemies are enemies that are not so dangerous to you and you have some enemies that their desire is to break you to kill you to make you a, a, a lunatic to to make you crazy for you to lose every single thing that you have in life and those Enemies are very, very dangerous. Now, the verse is saying, If someone comes to kill you, you need to kill him first. So fear is for sure one of those enemies that are coming to kill the person. You have people that committed suicide, God forbid, just because of fear. They were so afraid of what will happen in the next day that they chose not to deal with that and to kill themselves before. They were less scared from fear, that, from death, than from the fear itself. It's, it's crazy. Like a person can choose to die and just not to be afraid anymore. Think about how horrible the fear is. And this is why I see the fear as the worst enemy of them all. And this is why, with no doubt and with no um, second thought, I will say that we need to do the maximum that we can to kill and to destroy that enemy. The way to do that is, first of all, to stop running away from your fears. And I think that um, many of my friends and my students, even though they're enjoying almost a daily video uh, from me, I know that the majority of you guys are going and watching old videos and um, classes that I gave in like, different years in, in earlier time. And in one of the classes back then, like three, maybe even more actually, at least four years ago, around four years ago, I was uh, talking about fear. And I gave a very, very clear example on how a person should deal with fear. And there I explained, so even though that 
probably many of you watch that class. It's a very nice class. I think that it's important and good enough uh, for us to talk about it again. So, I gave an advice in that class talking about how to deal with fear. And I said that when a person is scared of something, so usually he's not thinking much. He's just feeling that inner feeling of pressure that he's scared of and he doesn't want to feel anymore. And then he's just like running away from that feeling. And he will occupy his mind and go and, and break, uh, break that thought that, that brings fear and pressure to his mind. And will try just to distract his thoughts, to think about something else. And he will run away from that fear. And by that, he will feel that he's free from that fear. But we know for sure that that is only a temporary break. But in the moment that that evil fear will have the next opportunity, he will attack. And he will attack a person that is even weaker. Because after you're running, you are more tired. And after that you surrender to your fear and you realize that you cannot confront him, so he is um, getting uh, demonic, he's getting even worse in your eyes. It's like, oh, I lost to that person in that fight already. And if you lost a few times in that battle, so for sure that that's the most dangerous enemy of them all and you're scared of him and you like... You're going to run away even, even, even faster than the last time. So when he's coming again to attack the person, he will attack in such a way that we leave the person in, in, in total shock. He will destroy and will break and will ruin and, and will damage in a horrible way that is even worse than, than the first or second or earlier attack. So to run away in that temporary way to distract your thoughts from your fears is not a working advice. It doesn't help permanently. The real advice and main advice is to confront your own fears. And in that class that I was talking about it, I said, I gave a practical advice. That when you're scared of something, you should confront it. And you should look at it in a way that you will say to yourself, okay, and now what? The Yetzirah, the evil inclination, your fear, the devil, those negative thoughts of yours that are attacking the person and breaking his spirit and making him feel so lost and so confused with himself, pretending to, showing to the person like he has no chance, like he must do something to run away from his fears. But that is an illusion because in reality, the person is not afraid of the enemy itself that the fear is describing to you. He is actually afraid of the fear itself. And I gave an example that if, for an example, a person is scared um, that his uh, spouse will scream at him. And it's not that screams are the thing that he is afraid of. If he is afraid that they will shut off, cut off his power in his house, the darkness or the lack of, uh, of power in his refrigerator is not the reason that he's so scared. The reason that he's scared is from the feelings that he is not willing to experience again. 
there is a certain feeling, a certain emotion that you are denying, that you don't want to feel, that you're running away from. And when you see that something is coming to wake that up again, that you will have to feel that feeling, that you will have to come back to that feeling that you felt in the past and you are so scared of, you are scared of that thing. You're afraid of the thing that is reminding you of that feeling from the past. It's not the darkness. It's not the screamings. In a different time, you can hear your spouse screaming at you and you won't care at all. Why? Because you're not scared now, but it's the same screamings. But it's not touching those um, strings of your, of your feeling that you don't want to feel. Those screams are coming in a different area, touching a different topic, and they're not threatening you at all. The darkness, you can choose to sit in the dark. You can enjoy the darkness and to be happy. Not to have food in your refrigerator is not such a horrible enemy for you. It's like, okay, so we don't have food, so what? So we'll go and grab something out. It's like, it can be very okay for you not to have food in your refrigerator. But when you know that a certain emotional pressure will attack you, will wake up certain feelings that you don't want to feel anymore, then you're scared. You're scared of the fear. You're scared of the feelings. And that's why... I gave that advice to confront your fear and to say, okay, and then what? And now what? What will happen? Okay, so let's say that something happened to you. Someone is screaming at you. Someone, you're afraid, oh, I'm going to be late again to work. Okay, let's give that example. Many people are scared to, to be late for their job, for their work. And every morning they are like on such a thin ice walking not to be late, okay? And then they're driving like crazy and they're fighting with their partners every morning and every night they're getting into crazy pressure that they're not going to sleep early enough and they are angry with their children. What I like, everything is wrong. Why? Because they're so afraid of what will happen if they will be late again to work. Now, it's not to lose your job. It's not to be fired. That is not the reason why you're afraid. Even if you do need that job, even if that job is so required, so needed, it's a must, and you must have that money, and that's the only way that you pay your rent, that is not the reason why you're afraid. The reason why you are scared and afraid is because you don't want to deal with certain feelings that that loss of job will make you feel and therefore you need to confront those feelings you need to go deep into your thoughts and then to ask yourself okay now i'm going through a crazy pressure i'm going through a horrible feeling a panic attack i'm losing my mind i'm so terrified i feel like the world is collapsing on my head now you need to ask yourself okay and now what what is the next step what I'm scared of, what I'm afraid of. Let's confront that fear. So I'm going to get there to my work and the boss will stand there and he will see me that I'm late. And now what? He will tell me, are you late again? And you can deal with that. You have the ability to answer him. If you will not be terrified, if you will not lose your mind, if you're not going to 
hate life, if you're not going to be so sad and broken and depressed, you will find the way to talk your way out of that situation. Think to yourself, is there any way that I can deal with that situation? The answer is yes. When that situation becomes to be dangerous to you, when you are under the pressure, under the fear, and you need to confront that fear, and to ask yourself, what am I so scared of? Not to have the money? And if you're not going to have the money, and now what? What will happen if you won't get that payroll, that, that, that salary? Ask yourself, is there a way to fix it? I can tell you from my own personal life that I was facing this, this, this situation hundreds of times in my life. Hundreds of times in my life I was facing a deadline without knowing how I'm going to cross it. But here I am many, many years later and thank God I'm eating, thank God I'm drinking, thank God there is a roof above my head, thank God I have my family with me. I have my friends with me. I have a lot of things going on. How can it be? I was scared with fear of death that was even worse than death, that I could even think about killing myself from the sorrow and the pain and the horrible, horrible darkness that was surrounding me and filling me from inside. And I didn't know how to find any advice and any way to, to save myself. So how can it be that today I'm standing and today I'm okay and today I'm happy and today I'm good and today I'm functioning and today I'm, I'm thinking about a future and I'm doing things and I'm, I'm, I'm planning and I progress and I'm, amazing things are going on. How can that be? Because those threats of the evil inclination, of the fear itself, were false threats. They were false they were just showing me a certain illusion, a certain dark uh, scenario that was not connected to reality at all. It was only an optional reality, but it was not the reality that took place in the end. A few years ago, we were facing a very hard time in our life. There was a very big, large family very wealthy family, very strong and powerful family that for some reason decided to take on themselves that horrible sin of fighting with us to, in many, many ways and to kick us out of our own house, a house that we bought with our own money. And that family in many, many ways, in few ways, terrorized us and created certain pressure on us that Unfortunately, in the end, or maybe we should say uh, that, that we were very, very lucky. How do you say that? Luckily? Lucky look. That we were very, very lucky that we've been kicked out of that situation and from that neighborhood and from that part of our life that, thank God, we have been saved and been redeemed from being prisoners in that situation. But back then, when we lived over there, for us it was a horrible nightmare. We experienced pressure that came from so many directions, from so many people, in so many ways. Some of them pretended to be our friends and giving us advice, and some of them shown themselves as enemies, some of them as polite and intelligent enemies, some of them shown themselves as, as violent and rude and disgusting um, enemies, and we experienced a horrible fear. 
And in those hours, in those horrible hours, we thought that we might lose our way. We felt like it's the end of our story. We didn't know where to go. And I'm talking mainly about myself. And I know for sure that my wife, she felt totally lost as well. It was a horrible situation. We were threatened. Our lives were threatened. We were pushed with, with horrible, horrible pressure from many directions. But the feelings and the horrible fears that took over our minds painted and described a whole horrible scene that never took place. It never took place because we found our way out and we stabilized ourselves and we were able to come back to function and to rebuild ourselves from the ruin and to climb back up from the ashes of that horrible, horrible experience that we experienced. And here we are, more than five years later, and we're good, and we're good, and we're functioning, and our family life is much better, and our connection and our communication is much, much better, and we know each other, and we earned a lot in our life experience out of that, uh, as a result of that life experience, and, and our life experience brought us huge wisdom, and not only that it helped us, it also helped us to go and to spread that knowledge and that deep understanding to thousands and thousands of people in different countries, from different cultures, Jewish people, Christian people, Muslim people, people from different religions. We have people from all around the world that are, that are enjoying our, our knowledge and our life experience and they are enjoying the fruits of the labor of our work and the fact that we found a way to deal with our fears and to move forward and to rebuild our lives elsewhere gave a huge benefit to each and every one of our friends and followers and students and, 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 and loved ones around the world. The light is shining through that success of ours back then to until today. And this is a great result. So you see that the outcome that we thought that will take place, a horrible destruction, horrible, horrible things that could have happened, never happened. They were designed to control our thoughts. Those fears are coming to paralyze the person. They're coming to freeze you, to stop you from being who that you are, to believe in yourself, to start believing that you are worthless, that you are hopeless, that you don't have a chance, that you're not going to make it, that nothing's going to work for you, that there is no way out. Some people are losing their lives for $1,000, for 1,000 shekels, for a small debt. Some people are losing their lives for tiny, tiny, tiny things. Things that you can solve in, in an hour with an apologizing, with, with a mature uh, 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 conversation with a person, an honest talk with a person that can give you a hand, that can support you, that can heal you, that can forgive you, that can, that can, can blow away the, 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 the debt, that can, I don't know, like in every situation, you can always find a solution. Just that fear is coming to take that will for life from the person and to kill his passion, to kill his desire to live and to bring depression 
and sadness and terror and darkness and loneliness and horrible negative feelings like the, the worst of the worst is about to happen. And that is not the truth. Because there is always another way. There is always a way out. Even when the desert is closing on you. Even when the sea is closing on you. Even when you are surrounded with, with sharks. You're surrounded with, 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 with lions, with predators, with evil people. There is always a way out. Just we need to choose that way out. We need to choose not to surrender to our fears and to fight with them all the way. And the way to do that is to confront them. To confront them is to ask yourself, okay, and what will be the next step? And let's say that I'm going to have to confront that boss. And let's say that my spouse will scream my head off. And let's say that I'm going to find myself embarrassed in front of the naked truth, standing and have to admit the truth. And then what? Nothing wrong will take place in that time. If you will be honest, if you will be truthful, if you will do the best that you can to correct and to fix, no harm will happen to you or to your loved ones. The blessing of the Creator will hover upon you, will purify your hands and will heal you. Today a person, just while walking in the street, stopped me and asked me, Are you Jewish? I told him yes. He said, Jewish Jewish or Christian Jewish? I told him, no, we're totally Jewish, Israeli Jewish. He said, okay, it's a wonder that I saw you today. I told him, why? He said, do you know that Moses and Elijah are on their way back? I told him. We believe that they will. He said, no, they're coming. You should know that. I told him, okay, if you say so, thank you. And then he said, can I please pray for you? I told him, yes. He said, I don't know what to say, but I'm just going to try. And I told him, okay. And he held my hand and he said, please, Father, the Lord, God, and, and blessing and blessing, please save them. Save my Jewish brothers, save them. And he's a Christian person. And with all his faith and with all his love to the nation of Israel and to the Jewish people, he blessed us with a great blessing that we could never in one million years could, could uh, imagine that, that will come. Such a blessing from such a loving heart, with such appreciation to the nation of Israel and for their greatness. And he's describing for us a war that goes on in heaven that is trying to reject the people of Israel from finding the truth and that the nation of Israel should be strong and to find the truth. And he was not mentioning Jesus' name and he was not telling us that we have a different faith than his. Nothing. He was just being honest and loving and caring and blessed us like he found his lost brother and blessed us and asked us, where are you from? And we said, we're from Israel. He said, from the real Israel? I told him, yes, you should visit. It's a beautiful land. A little bit small today, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. He said, wow, I must be there one day, the land of Israel, the holy land. 
a person that you could never imagine in the world that even will open a conversation with you and suddenly he wants to be your best friend and calls you his brother and pouring rain of blessings upon you and, and showing his loving kindness on you. What's that if not the hand of God? If not the hand of a godly supervision of a loving creator to show you that there are amazing sparks all over the place and that the ways are open and that the roads are open and that the sky is open and that life is, is, is a live opportunity for us to rise and to shine and to succeed. So we must not surrender to our fears. Never. Always to remember I already passed thousands and thousands of tests in my life. I already went through horrible situations and I went through horrible and thick darkness that I never could have believed that I would find my way out of them. And I did. From the worst hours of my life, I made it till today. And from those hours, I'll make it to tomorrow. And tomorrow will be better and better. And each and every one of us should bring that deep into his heart. The way to do that, to confront your fears, is by talking to yourself and talking to the Creator. Talking in your own language. Individual prayer. A simple conversation with God. Telling Him your heart. Telling Him, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I need to find the right advice. I'm looking for solutions and I can't find them. Please God, please Father in Heaven, in Your Holy Name, bring down light to my world, to my life. Help me, heal me, support me, stabilize me, purify me, bring me to my destiny, fulfill my dreams, answer my prayers, answer my requests, help me, help my loved ones, give me the right advice for every situation. Simple words will take you to the destiny that you dream on. And amazing things will take place in the life of an honest person who will express his honesty and his true desire to God and will speak with God like you speak to your best friend, to someone that you don't have a doubt about his love and that you're sure that he loves you, that he cares about you. And you're counting on His kindness, on His mercy, on His love, on His appreciation to you. And you tell Him from your heart how much you want to be one with Him. And He will answer all our prayers in no time, in our days, in front of our eyes, to bring the complete redemption to the whole world. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, so...